0: Hey everybody, welcome back. Craig Shop here with Bob Garver, our New York City film critic. And if Bob is here, we are talking movies. And you know, Bob, we're we're slowly getting into uh, better releases. I hope at some point here in the uh, in the spring, uh, but we are getting uh, some bigger studio releases here that aren't necessarily the horror movies that you see sort of dumped in the month of January. Uh, we're going to start off with a biopic, Bob Barley, One Love. Uh, Bob. Tell us a little bit about uh, Bob Marley.
1: Well, uh, this movie has turned out to be a big box office hit, Um, maybe because it has the word love in the title. It did very (laughs) well on Valentine's Day, and then um, that kind of snowballed into a huge uh, President's Day weekend. Um, Last I checked, it was the second biggest movie of the year (laughs) behind only Mean Girls. For all I know, it's, it's past that movie already. Uh, But it's a, yes, it's a biopic of uh, Bob Marley. Um, It uh, follows him in the late uh, 1970s. Um, He plays a controversial peace concert uh, that leads to an assassination attempt on uh, him and his wife. And that leads to um, him uh, living in exile for a few years in... London where he completes the um, the Exodus album uh, which brings reggae music to the mainstream mm-hmm. um, and then he returns to Jamaica to play another piece concert to unanimous acclaim
0: Well and obviously biopics are uh, you know usually beloved by fans critics the academy um, did you enjoy
1: Bob Marley One Love? Uh, not really um it, it is um it, to say some positive things it's it's hard not to get swept up in the magic of uh bob marley and the lead actor uh kingsley uh is is trying but uh this this movie never really comes together um and it does um it, it falls into a lot of the trappings of the uh you know the music biopic you know there are problems with his career problems with his marriage uh right at the points where you would expect in a movie like this yeah. and uh also it does that thing where um it shows him playing at a at a venue and um the uh screen keeps showing you know title cards for different cities and supposedly he's on a european tour and you can tell they just filmed the same venue over and over again and just yeah, put up different title cards um i didn't i didn't really go for this one uh there's a reason why it opened uh in february in a slot where it's going to be forgotten by the oscars next year and that's because it, it was never going to get any oscar nominations anyway okay
0: uh, what's your uh, final grade on bob marley one love C minus.
1: Okay. C minus. Gotta a little bit of
0: C minus in this one. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe transitioning to uh, another. Uh, I don't know how to describe this one. This is Madam Webb. Um, not another box office success, though. So it's a little bit the opposite of maybe Bob Marley, um, only making $51 million worldwide. Yes, that's worldwide. Now it's only been a week, but. I don't think this is going to have a lot of legs at the box office. Bob, tell us about Madam Web and your thoughts.
1: Madam Web comes from the corner of Marvel Studios that's owned by Sony, um, so it's it's <clears throat> going to have a lot more in common with um, Morbius than it is with the, the proper uh, MCU. But basically, uh, it stars uh, Dakota Johnson as this Um, woman with some vaguely vaguely spider-like powers she's up against a villain um, who's male uh, with some vaguely spider-like powers and I believe uh, in this continuity he would technically be considered spider-man but um, he's trying to stop uh, three three girls uh, from um, from developing spider-like powers of their own because he believes that uh, they will team up and kill him one day and uh, Dakota Johnson has to bring these three girls together and help uh, help unify them uh, so that they can become the, the superheroes that will eventually defeat him while he tries to defeat the four of them. Um, the good news is that this movie has such a bad reputation that it really has nowhere to go but up right okay. any any time the movie does anything remotely interesting um you know that's a that's a minor victory for it right because because it has such a a bad reputation i believe it's um in the in the teens um like 13% on rotten tomatoes but uh, the bad news is that it doesn't do all that much that's interesting or funny. Uh, it's just a uh, it's just a real washout of a of a superhero movie. Does this uh, sort
0: of feel like maybe it's? Uh, and I think you know I'm not sure how much you've you've seen some of the press tour, but it seems like Dakota Johnson has trying to uh, tried to maybe spin a better narrative on on why this. Yeah. Thing- movie is a failure me. um and i and i think a lot of it may stem from the fact that this could be is this a catwoman like career defining yeah. moment for her like it sort of was for Halle berry who you know was coming off of an oscar win and and it seemed like she was going to be destined for every movie role out there and then all of a sudden it you know her career kind of tapered off a little bit, unfortunately. I mean, does that seem like maybe the fate here with Dakota Johnson in a, just an absolute stinker of a movie that maybe she's trying to save fate, you know, trying to save a little bit of that uh, moving forward, knowing that this could be a, a career, it could harpen her
1: career at the very least. I've never actually seen Catwoman. Uh, so I, I can't, uh, I can't say for sure, but I don't think Dakota Johnson was on the level of a Halle Berry, right? Halle. Right, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure. I, I'm sure her career can recover from this, but it's not doing her any favors. Uh, considering that up to this point, she was mostly associated with the terrible Fifty Shades of Grey movies.
0: Right. <laughs> yes. Right, that that's, that's correct. Um, and maybe, uh, what's your final
1: grade on this on this movie? C minus, which. Um, you know, based on the thirteen percent Rotten Tomatoes rating, is is an improvement, Damn. but uh, still isn't great. I believe this is going to be um, the first <clears throat> um, real, real mainstream release of the year that I that I won't be covering in a print review. I covered the Bob Marley movie instead, um, and it's probably going to taper off so much by next weekend that I won't do a print review of it.
0: Right. What do you what do you sort of make of the the Sony? universe of marvel of spider-man i mean obviously there's there's been a lot of movies that have not been well received obviously um i, I just you know what, do you, what do you kind of make of it is it just this mindset of of the studio trying to do their own thing and it's just not working or is it some sort of like a subconscious sabotage of of this of this universe or what, what do you what do you make of
1: sony's kind of fumbling right now of the spider-verse I mean, I think they should sell off what they have to, to Disney mm. and let let Disney use this stuff for the MCU proper because, I mean, not that that's doing much better right now, but right. I mean, it's not, it's, it's the Disney stuff. Isn't Madam web bad.
0: Right. Well, and you know, obviously they've continued to make venom movies. They have uh Morbius as you, as you mentioned, uh, I believe Craven, the Hunter, which comes out later this year, is under the Sony um, properties as well. So it just—it just seems like you know they're—they're they're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and none of it's sticking. And they don't seem to really care though. Like they—they're almost embracing that they're making movies that aren't quite as well received. Like they don't really care because they keep doing them, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and to be clear. Um the animated spider verse movies um correct yeah are 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 hitting at the level they're supposed to it's the live action ones that are right yes i'm
0: glad you made that distinction because that is very true that the the spider verse animated films are are very very good and definitely deserve a lot of credit for sony and and how they've kind of addressed that spider verse so definitely agree with you on that so all right well we'll uh maybe not give more attention to the Madam verse as we need to. Uh, next up is Lisa Frankenstein. Um, this is a, you know, it's sort of another one of those tween kind of looking, you know, fictiony science fiction, e fantasy comedy movies, Diablo Cody Oscar winner for Juno is writing. Uh, tell us a little bit about Lisa Frankenstein.
1: Well, uh, it's about a teenager in the eighties named uh, Lisa. Um, Played by uh, Catherine Newton, and she, um, at times, uh, wishes she was dead. Um, specifically, she wishes that she could be with a um, uh, a uh, uh, um, the subject of a headstone uh, from a nearby cemetery. Um, and um the the wish is taken literally and um the corpse is reanimated and basically pretty soon she has a walking corpse uh you know trying to break into her house um and she turns it into a project and uh becomes becomes friends with this uh reanimated corpse played by cole sprouse And um, you know, eventually the two uh, become lovers, which uh, you know isn't. Uh, yeah, eventually the two become lovers, which is kind of weird. But uh, and and uh, also the corpse he's willing to kill for her.
0: Well, you know, I mean, is this? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure if you're a Diablo Cody fan or at least a Juno fan from. I'm a Juno fan her oscar win it seems like she's kind of been grasping at that the elusive star that juno was in uh, in a lot of her past works you know i mean just trying to find that that rhythm and that pacing and that whip smart screenplay that she had for juno it just seems like she's kind of fallen short since then which hey you know juno was a great screenplay and and diablo cody definitely deserved a win um but uh you know does this movie kind of give you shades of that i mean do, do we have this pop culturey whip smart kind of screenplay or is it you know maybe played a little bit more straight i guess from from her perspective
1: well i mean it's still it's still a pretty funny movie okay um it does uh, but it's not going to reach the the heights of juno but it has its moments okay. um until uh until the third act when it turns really violent and uh lisa i think kind of Loses her likability. the The creature, you know, it it has it has its sympathies of its own, but she kind of loses her sympathy when she starts, you know, deliberately, deliberately killing people off. But uh, I mean, for the most part, it it has a uh, twisted sense of humor in the right way. Okay. um, Until it has a twisted sense of humor in the wrong way.
0: Okay. Uh, In a final grade for uh, Lisa Frankenstein.
1: I give it a C. Okay.
0: All right. And, uh, you know, obviously Academy Awards are coming up. Bob is uh, going through and uh, catching up on some of the movies that he was unable to see last year. Next up we have Anatomy of, Fall, Anatomy of a Fall, which is a five-time Oscar-nominated movie, including Best Picture, uh, Best Director for Justine Trier, uh, Sandra Hüller for uh, Performance by Lead Actress, a Screenplay and an Achievement in Film Editing as well. Bob! Does Anatomy of a Fall deserve the Oscar hype and uh, deserve these five awards it was
1: nominated for? Yes. Anatomy of a Fall is the best movie of 2023. It took me until February of 2024 to see it. (laughs) But this is a tremendous film. It's about a woman that's um, accused of murdering her husband who um, may have... Uh, committed suicide by throwing himself um, out of the attic of their house, or he may have been pushed. Um, I will say that if you are coming into this movie uh, expecting something of a murder mystery, uh, you're going to be disappointed. Uh, you're you're never going to get a um, you're never going to get a concise answer. And in fact, uh, Sandra Hewler, if that's how you pronounce it herself. Um was never told if her character was guilty of killing her husband or not, uh, which I think is a great tactic yeah. by the director. Very much, yeah. And, um, um, it's about it's about a woman who um, you know, eventually or, uh, initially she's on trial um, you know, as a murder suspect and eventually it turns into her being on trial as a wife and as a person. Um, less so than than having to do with the objective facts of the case. Sure.
0: Well, I'm very excited about this one. Um, you know, what maybe stood out for you was it just the performances. Obviously, like you said, it's not a murder mystery necessarily, so it's you know maybe more of the procedural kind of drama, and maybe things are revealed and it's it's known maybe a little bit ear- earlier than normal. But um, you know, what stood out maybe to for you on this movie that you liked
1: it so much. Just one tremendous court scene after another. Um, Hewler's great. Um, also, uh, the guy uh, playing the, the prosecutor um, in the case is just so good at getting under your skin. Um, uh, you know, it's very, very hard to like him, even though he makes some good points at times. He's just this, you know, incredible antagonist even if he even what if what he's saying may be true but uh Hewler, i would love to see win best actress at the oscars i know it's probably not going to happen but you know everybody seems to be talking about lily gladstone versus emma stone mm-hmm. um and i think i think Huler should be part of the conversation okay
0: fantastic well uh final grade for anatomy of a Fall, a minus all right fantastic well good i'm glad you had a uh a better end to your uh, your movie review week here, Bob. I know it was uh, a little challenging. I, I knew it would be a little challenging, maybe with Madam Web in there, and uh, of course, Bob yeah. Marley One Love. But uh, glad you found a good one this
1: week. Um, what do you have coming up next week? Um, I believe it's going to be Demon Slayer uh, next week. Um, <clears throat> I probably, I, I, I don't think that's going to be. Um, worth a show on its own. So I think we should meet back again in two weeks uh, where we can talk about Dune.
0: Fantastic. All right. Well, Bob, as always, I appreciate your time. Thanks for stopping by. Hopefully you have a great week at the movies and we will see you next time. Thank you for having me. This is the highlight of my week.